know exactly how to turn my man on, don't I? What is up, sapiosexuals? Thank you for turning on Sex in South Beach with your girl, Dr. Sanjaya. And I am so, so, so excited because today we have what a superman joining us. We have Mr. Sebastian Harris. He's a dating coach and world traveler. He offers coaching and one-on-one infield coaching for men who want to overcome their fears and attract beautiful women. Now, I need everybody to give it up. The host of the Global Seducer Quickie Podcast, Sebastian Harris. How was that, Sebastian? Did I get it right? That was the best introduction ever. Perfect. And I'm excited to be on the show. I am super, super excited. So we we're talking about what we we're going to talk about on the show. And you were like, you know what, Dr. Sanjaya? There are so many men who really want specific things in bed, but they're never going to tell women. And you said you could help our audience do that. So what do men really want in bed? I mean, I think I know what my man wants, but do I? Let's find out. I mean, the first thing that I want to discuss is, especially in our society nowadays, where everything has to be politically correct and everything has to be 50-50 and equal, equal everything, in bed, men don't want equality. It's like the worst, the worst thing that can possibly happen is when they have the feeling that they can't live out that dominant side. Men really want in bed is that they want a woman who's happy to submit to, to, submit to them. And that's when they're really, really excited to have the sexual experience. But whenever they have the feeling that the woman, yeah, pushes a little bit too much, is too aggressive in bed, is too, let's say, too equal in bed, for a lot of men, this can be very frustrating. And for some men who didn't read yet, uh, didn't reach yet quite a stage of confidence, for them, it can be very intimidating. Wow, that's really interesting you bring this up because I actually know of a young woman she's about 32 years old and she considers herself very sexually educated and she was dating a young man who considers himself you know very um also sexually skilled and he couldn't get it up when he was with her and um when we discussed it it turned out that he was a little intimidated by her because she did have so much sexual education and she did want to openly discuss her sexual desires and preferences so how should a confident woman so if a woman is confident and she does know what she wants in bed she should refrain a little bit or hold back a little bit in order so she doesn't intimidate a man I wouldn't say holding back. I would say she should she should initiate sex in a teasing, playful way. The aggressive way can be very intimidating for men. But when you do it in a playful way, in a teasing way, like, for example, um, yeah, slowly unzipping his pants, slowly taking his clothes off, those kind of things. So I give this um, seduction class every now and again. I just did one at La Perla Lingerie, which was standing room only. And I was teaching women the power of saying no very seductively because sometimes my husband will. He'll say, "Hun, can you get me, you know, fill up a glass of wine or get me a drink from the kitchen? And I might say, um, no, I really can't do that until, you know, I have this itch. It's right in between my thighs. I'm really going to need that scratched before I'm able to get a glass of wine for you, honey. 
So when you say teasing and seductive, would that be threatening? When Even if a woman says that, no? That would be not threatening. That's exactly what men want. It's like this, this um, inviting teasing, basically, so that we know, okay, now we can make a move. Now she wants us to make a move. And that's also actually a point that I want to discuss. What I know from a lot of men, from talking to men, a lot of them don't want and don't appreciate this whole playing hard to get game, especially nowadays, because there's this whole consent thing and they're always scared, oh, can I make this move? Is it okay if I do that? And then when it's too much playing hard to get, if it's not in a playful way, and some women maybe try to do it in a playful way, but they don't, yeah, they're not so calibrated. They just, they just can't communicate it in a playful way. And then it can again be intimidating for guys. For example, when when you're in a dating process with a girl and she really wants to sleep with you, but in her mind she's like, oh, I can't do that, I can't go in for the kiss, otherwise he thinks I'm easy, otherwise he thinks I'm the slut, oh my god, what can I do? And then she blocks him, but not in a in a fun way. And then this creates this friction. So she actually wants to sleep with him, she wants him to persist, but he's afraid, oh shit, if I make another move, will I get into trouble? Actually, many clients who have this problem nowadays, who always ask me, hey, can I do this? Can I do that? And I mean, it depends on which country you are, of course. Well, I, I would disagree with you on that, that it depends on which country you are, because regardless of the laws in the country, you know, men should still respect women. No, no, and... that, that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. <laughs> Like, I'm, of course, men should respect women. I mean, the, the level of fear of men depends on the country. Right. Okay. So let's say a woman does want to have sex. What should she do if she wants to have sex with a man, but she doesn't want to scare him off? And let, let me qualify this, because most of our listeners, they don't want to have sex just one time. I always say having sex one time, that's just like for a woman opening up a can of worms. Like, what's next? When's the second time or the third time? Because I think the third time is usually better than the first time. I hope. I totally agree with that as a guy. Yeah. So <laughs> if true. she wants to know, she's like, you know, I don't think a lot of women are necessarily trying to play hard to get because they want they want to know. And it, it's a scary conversation. What comes if I have sex with you now? What happens next? Right. I mean, the one thing that I would, that I as a guy always like when girls do that is to to do this, yet to block the kissing attempt or to block um, the attempt to sex or to undressing, but to do it in a way where she's still smiling, she's still giggling and like this, oh, not yet, it's a little bit too soon, to give the guy the signal, okay, I'm interested in you, you're not stepping over this line, like you're not doing something that I don't want but I don't want it right now, but I will want it in the process. Got and it. then this gives guys the confidence to go to, yeah, to persist and to not be afraid of the next step. Okay, so men want a woman who's going to submit in bed. Should she voice her expectations? Because I have a rule, you know, no licky, no dicky. You know, there is like, you know, if it ain't good enough to lick, it certainly is not good enough for your dick. Right. And I also think from a health perspective, men should be trying to go down because if there is some sort of odor or something that deters you from wanting to kiss her, then um, you should probably not put your penis in that. <laughs> but I think. for But so if what if a woman things are going too far and i know that you know as a global seducer like most women need something other than penetration 
they need some to become really excited or to have an orgasm during sex. So how could, should a woman share what she wants and not and also be submissive? I think the perfect time to share these things, in my experience, uh, once you had sex for the first time. Like because so the first you, time should just be like a freebie, like volunteer. Like, I just got to go do this work. I'm doing my service because the second time we're going to have a conversation. <laughs> because when you address it in the beginning, it's the same as a guy, for example. As a guy, I also like to talk with women openly about what I want. But if you haven't had sex yet, then it's often very difficult to talk about these things. Because then it's like this weird, awkward situation where you you both want it to happen, but you don't want to, like she, like again, she plays hard to get. He doesn't want to push too much. And then it's really hard to bring that up. But when you had sex once, even if he didn't fulfill all the criteria, maybe, then you can still talk about it afterwards. And I really think that after the first time sex, when you're still lying in bed together, when you're traveling, when you're just talking, then you can address these things. What do you like? What What do you like? And then you can share your yeah your sexual fantasies, and then you can make it even better the second time. Awesome. Now let's talk about sexual skills. I really think women should develop their sexual skills. Not only should they know what excites them, but I think they should also be good. I mean, I think sure, women should be good in bed. So they should know the power of squeezing, you know, squeezing their vaginal walls while the penis is inside of them. They should know great ways to stimulate him orally. Um, oh, yeah, that's the most important thing, <laughs> at least for me. But maybe that's highly subjective. I don't know. <laughs> is that because she can't talk while she's doing it? <laughs> <laughs> It's because it's the perfect way of teasing. Like when a girl goes down on you, it's just perfect. There's nothing better. There's nothing better. So you hear this, ladies. Be submissive, but don't be shy in trying to go down. Yeah, like by being submissive, I don't mean like this in the kind of Fifty Shades of Grey way, not necessarily. But I mean it in the sense that you allow him to take over the lead so that he's confident in bed. So basically, if your sex skills are too good when you're first getting to know a man, if your sex skills are too good and you're too dominant in bed, he could just get intimidated away. Yeah, he could, could get... happen. Yeah, not with right. every man. I mean, if you're confident in bed, then most likely not. But for guys who are not that experienced and not that confident, then it can happen. Yeah, for sure. You know, this reminds me, I once worked with a lesbian couple And, well, actually, it wasn't a lesbian couple. It was a woman who was dating a man now, but she had previously dated a woman. And she said what she learned in that relationship, which really helped her relationship with her man, was that there's so many other things to do than sex. So when her and her man first got together, his erection was not very firm. And she said, that's okay, let's just do some other stuff. And he said that was it. He knew he was in love. Because that really helped him become really confident in bed that she didn't even care whether his erection was completely hard or kind of soft. She was like, there's so many other things to do. I like doing this stuff with. Totally, because men have in general so many fears when it comes to sexuality, even though most men don't even admit it, but uh, we have it a lot. That's why a lot of guys actually have this problem that, which I heard from a lot of coaching clients and I have to admit it, with the first, let's say, I think the first one-night stand I had, I had the same thing like years ago 
when I was still very inexperienced, that we just sometimes can't get it up because we're so nervous, we're so overwhelmed. We're like, oh, what if we don't, if we do anything wrong? And I mean, women in this sense don't have the same problem because, well, there's right. nothing that has to get up. But as a guy, it can be. And then if you're in a situation where you're with a girl who's like not very accepting and not, yeah, who doesn't really understand these issues and who doesn't, who, yeah, who's just not understanding in this sense, then it can be very, very bad for your self-confidence. Okay. You mentioned something that was really important. I want to get into that in one second. Before we take a break, though, can we wrap up? Is there anything else other than being submissive, not being too aggressive? So don't just rip off my dress, have leather lingerie under, and then grab him by his neck and be like, I'm going to do you. I shouldn't do that? Like... Ah, that might scare him away. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit more about what men are scared about in bed next, right after we come back from this break. Boom. Let's do this. You know what smells so good? What? You. <laughs> oh, girl, you know I'm wearing Scents Body Oil everywhere I go. People want to know why I smell so good. And I tell them Scents Body Oil, it's aromatherapy for your skin. That's right, it makes you smell good and feel good. Plus, it hydrates my skin all day long, and that definitely keeps a smile on my face. Smell good, feel good. SenseBodyOil.com. And we are back, Sex and South Beach with Dr. Sanjaya and the global seducer, Sebastian Harris. If you're a guy who needs some help getting a girl, you have to check out the Global Seducer Quickie Podcast. He does a show every single day. Guys, you are not alone out there. But ladies, we got to know what he's telling them. And that's what we're doing right here. <laughs> so Sebastian has told us, you know, women, we really need to submit more in bed. Okay. That will help men. We don't want to over intimidate them just because we have a lot of sexual skills. I think Sebastian, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sebastian, like we could roll out those sexual skills slowly, right? It's not like the first night you want to just throw everything down, right? Exactly. And then when you have some specific fantasies, talk about it after the first night. After he's like, okay, woo, now everything is good. Right. But he's got to get through the first night to be confident. So just let him lead yeah. through the first night. So exactly, girls, you yeah. might have to endure some bad sex, but it's only going to be one time. You're allowed <laughs> to have the talk with him after he comes. Okay. Which, by the way, I have found, ladies, that is a good time to talk to a man about anything you might be desiring. I know I got a newer refrigerator <laughs> one day after sex. So you can get almost anything when a man's in that state. He's just like, let me go to sleep. Please let me go to sleep right after you agree to the refrigerator honey okay so now sebastian what we're really interested in is what are these fears that men have that make you know what are the fears that men have about their bedroom skills and what i'm understanding is women should be submissive because they don't want to over intimidate men and they don't want to really activate his fears, right? We don't want to activate his inner child fears, right? We want to make him feel like confident, big man, big man with a plan in bed, big boner, right? All that good stuff. Big, big, uh, super biggest guy I've ever been with. Right? Um, now, what, is, what are some men's fears about being in bed? I mean, because they must be scared of something. I mean, one of the biggest fears is that he can't get it up, especially when he sleeps with a girl for the first time. And usually when you, 
I mean, unless you have a medical condition or something, but if it's just from your fear, it's usually just the first time. It's and I had that too. A lot of other guys have it too, even though nobody admits it. Whenever you ask a guy, they go like me. No, I never had that problem ever. I would say 95% at least of guys had it at least once in their life. And it's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, I also had it once. And in this situation, the best thing, what I think as a man, what you can do is to address the elephant in the room. Just say, hey, you're so beautiful. You're making me nervous. Just absolutely. How it is. I absolutely agree. I tell this all the time to women too. Just be authentic. I'm really nervous. Yeah. I do want to sleep with you, but I'm not sure where this is going. And I have whatever it is, just be authentic and genuine because everybody respects honesty, right? And I know some women, and I imagine this is true with men, they haven't had sex for a while. And I say, just tell them, you know, it's been six months or six years. That's scary when people say six years. I understand that, but um, but still, yeah. The more honest, the, the more honest you are, the better. And in this situation, guys tend to do this whole thing of like that never happened before. I still remember that I had one coaching client who actually accidentally insulted the girl because he tried to um, get the guilt from not getting it up onto her so that he's like oh i'm the great guy i'm whatever i don't know what it is about you that i can't get it up that's the worst thing ever like you should just just own it say like okay it happened i'm with you if you're a man who can't get it up and you told a woman that i don't know what it is it must be something about you i'm with you that is the worst thing ever sebastian you need to contact sebastian harris and get yourself some coaching that's number one from what I'm understanding, this is very, very common. And you're bringing it, you're making me think about this time in college. I guess I should have gone out with that guy again. Um, but he was a very smart, I mean, I think it was after college, but we had dated for a while and we always went on a date right after I finished teaching sex class at the university. So I would teach the sex class and then it was just, and then we would go on a date. It was just the schedule. Maybe the class was on Friday or something. I can't remember. It was a long time ago, but we talk about class. So every dinner conversation was about whatever sex discussion I just had with these college students. So by the time it got to him and I getting down, he could not get it up. And I was like, you're 29. Is something wrong with you? Like, what's going on? I, I hope say, you didn't say that to him. No, what I did say, because I'm a scientist, I said, do you have diabetes? You need to get checked out. <laughs> Which I agree. That was the wrong thing to say. And you know what? I don't know why it didn't work out. We didn't go out anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess that was it. I mean, he was probably completely overwhelmed. Like, oh, fuck. She has all these ideas. Like, she knows everything. And then she tells me I have diabetes. Oh, God. Well, that's exactly. I told my girlfriends that I was still single after him because that didn't work out. And I said, I'm never going to go out on dates with a guy right after I finish teaching a sex class because I think they think you know all this sex stuff and it scares them. Um, And so what you're saying is that it actually does scare them, that men do have a lot of fears around whether or not they're going to be able to satisfy a woman in bed. And their number one fear is whether or not they're going to be able to get an erection. And it might not be because of a physical problem. It could be just because they're so mental. mental. I mean, I still remember that when I had that problem and I couldn't get it up. I mean, I was I was then just making out with the girl because I was honest. I was making out with her, fingering all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And then at some point I got comfortable my brain shut a little bit down. I got in the mood and then boom, it worked. Awesome. It's like that easy. If you're honest about it, it's that easy. Right. And I think that's a real conversation that needs to be had, especially, I don't know if you know this, Sebastian, but Miami, where we are, has the highest rates of erectile dysfunction in the entire nation. And I know why. I, I see why. why. Yeah. 
one reason, and we, of course, we really don't know the root, the real reason. Um, but one reason we suspect is if you're out partying all night, you might not be able to get it up simply because your body hasn't recuperated enough or you haven't gotten enough rest for your hormones to regulate themselves enough to respond when you're excited. That could be a real reason. So I know at the hospital where I work at the University of Miami at the medical center, we have a urologist there and he's like a 28 year old guy comes in for Cialis or Viagra because he couldn't get it up one time. And they give them a very low dose, like five milligrams or something. And they said it's almost a placebo because they they know that they don't have a problem really getting it up. He must have been intimidated because the girl was so beautiful or maybe he didn't get enough sleep or maybe there's some other issue. Maybe he did too many drugs, whatever. I mean, what I what I can imagine, but maybe uh, like I don't (laughs) like I don't want to criticize the American culture now. But when I was in Miami, it's like this very. Um, fake, stylish, party, culture type of thing that can be very intimidating for guys when when they have the feeling that the girls are all kind of extremely confident, extremely sexually aggressive. Um, And this can be intimidating for guys. And then that can naturally lead to these issues. Wow, that's interesting. And I would agree with you. There's a lot of um, a lot of plastic surgery here, a lot of big boobs here. When, when I was in Miami, but that was like really, really years ago, I had the feeling that the girls are way more sexually confident and way more sexually aggressive than in most parts of Europe, for example. Tell me, what other fears do men have other than not being able to get it up and not being able to satisfy a woman? I mean, I would say the second biggest fear is that they come too fast. Ah, so how long do you think... Or in your research, or how long do guys that you work with, how long should a man have sex for? Because I have some insight on this I want to share. How long do they think <laughs> they need to perform for? That's a good question. I mean, in my in my experience, what's really, if I can believe the feedback that I got from girls, what's really great is like when it passes the 20-minute mark. Really? Then it's like Liars. really, really... Liars! Sorry, I'm going to say <laughs> Yeah, go for it. You so can, I'm going to tell can... you, so what the data says, I believe the average, um, I wrote an article about this for the newspaper a couple of years ago, and I believe the average length of sexual intercourse that's considered satisfactory by women, it has to be definitely over two minutes. Definitely over two minutes. Two? Over two. Yeah, okay. Under <laughs> 15. No, under 15. I mean, we're talking about the act of penetration. Just penetration. So that doesn't include foreplay and that does include. But as I would say, I don't know a lot of women. And I want to I want to address this myth because I think it's a myth that men think they need to last very long. I don't know a lot of women who just want to be banged in and out. And more than 75 percent of women can't achieve an orgasm through penetration alone. So I always say it's the length of time you spend on foreplay. You know, then then the length of time for because if you make a woman climax before penetration, she's much more likely to climax during penetration. Right. That's true. That's also a tip that I always give every guy, like focus on what you do before you stick it in, basically, because once you once you you come come and then she's like in happy mood, whatever. And then you can basically it doesn't matter if it's three, four, five, six, seven minutes. Right. The one that I think is the most important uh, issue to address in this topic is that just because a guy comes fast the first time he sleeps with a woman doesn't mean that he comes fast all the time. This visual stimulation is so high, so high. that when, 
for, for me for me the same when i sleep with a woman for the first time i last way less than way less time than if i sleep with a woman for the second time then third time and then fourth time that's if you get it up the first time you're with her right yeah, sure. <laughs> that's, so. that's also why i tell why i tell so many guys when they say hey i want to have one night stands i'm like you don't really develop sexual skills with one night stands because as a guy most of the time you just come too fast in the one night stand you have sex more than once with a girl then you can last way longer you can you can yeah you can basically satisfy her better and you can learn together and ah oh, you might even be able to speak to her and ask her what she likes yes therefore you're really <laughs> developing better sexual skills okay one more time you know what you did you just listened to sex in south beach with dr sanjaya you definitely need to check out the Global Seducer Quickie Podcast with my guy, Sebastian Harris. He will give you all the tips and tricks you need to improve your love life tonight. Check me out on all the social media networks. That's D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A all day on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. You know what I'm saying. Let's link up now. I cannot wait to see you again next time at Sex in South Beach, where everyone comes for happier, healthier sex. 